0: Some people love Shakespeare, others not so much. But a Shakespeare adaptation is always a good time. Constellation Theatre at 14th and T is featuring a musical called Desperate Measures. It's based off of Shakespeare's play Measure for Measure, but it's set in the Wild West. A gunslinging nun teams up with a sheriff and a saloon dancer to save her brother. Buy tickets now at ConstellationTheater.org. The show runs through March 17th. Once again, that's constellationtheater.org. Today on CityCast DC, the holidays are here, which means that it's time to entertain yourself and all that visiting family you've got. CityCast DC contributor Cornelia Poku is here to tell us all how to hit up the local DC Christmas markets, ice rinks, and of course, which bar and restaurant pop-ups are worth your money. It's Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is CityCast DC. I'm here with CityCast DC contributor and creator of Black Girls Explore DC, Cornelia. Cornelia, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me back. So the holidays are almost here, which is exciting. And there's always so much to do in D.C. around this time of year. What do you think makes D.C. so special specifically around the holidays?
1: So D.C. is a really special time during the holidays because it seems like our small businesses, our restaurants, our retailers, and even the Smithsonian are all in on the holiday events. So I know that one thing that is like your thing specifically is pop-ups. You know
0: more about Mm -hmm. pop-ups in D.C. than probably almost anybody. What are some of the holiday pop-ups in the area that you are excited about?
1: There's going to be so many things happening around town like Hole in the Wall, the pop-up dessert concert at Tenari and the Christmas pop-up bar at Be Live. There's also the Miracle pop-up bar and Tap 99 just opened this year. So this is kind of like their first time doing, you know, holiday special themed drinks and doing kind of like a Christmas bar thing. Um, And then, of course, you have your things that are like, really special that people are excited about, like the Bejeweled Christmas Bar in Navy Yard, which is supposed to be like Taylor Swift inspired and stuff. So there's just so many different things to do. And I definitely do not want to leave out the BCB Art and Fashion pop-up shop, which has been on a break for the last two years, but that one is really focused on Black-owned businesses in the Shiloh Baptist Church. So that's a pop-up that is coming back around for the holidays. Fun fact, uh, it makes sense that that
0: Christmas pop-up would be kind of Taylor Swift-themed. I think she grew up on a Christmas tree farm.
1: Did not know that, that's so funny. I'm not like a stan or anything like that, so that actually makes a lot more sense. (laughs) Is there something
0: about these holiday pop-ups that make them, I don't know, more special than just your typical DC pop-up? Like The Mm pop-ups that you described are so diverse and so varied. Like, What makes them special?
1: Yeah. So I think more than any other time of the year, right? Like people are in the social mood. They want to see their family and their friends. And then you also have people coming from in from out of town Um, and you need to entertain them. <laughs> so, you know, it's not like the summer where you kind of just like spend all day out and kind of stumble into things, you know, with the winter, you kind of want to be somewhere where there's like activities, things to keep you moving. So it kind of helps pass the time. And you want to be able to have good experiences to remember and, you know, bring home something to, to share with your family, to give us gifts, whether it's memories or actual objects and things to pass along. Oh my God. If you are anything like me and you have family that comes in to visit you around the
0: holidays and by the end of the trip, you just have to get out of your one bedroom apartment
1: with like your mom and your <laughs> okay. dad. A holiday market is always a good bet. Exactly, exactly. And there's so many things to see. And you can, you know, you could go from holiday pop-up to holiday pop-up to holiday pop-up in one night, you know, and get a lot of things done. And you still won't be out of activities, so. The brand new Arbor at Tacoma is built for
0: your most convenient urban living. Whether you want to enjoy the vibrant Tacoma DC community or comfortably retreat into a sleek sanctuary all your own, the kitchens have striking dark navy and white cabinets and throughout the home there are wood floors and smart home technology. Some homes even have a private outdoor space. With a quick walk to the metro, you can easily head into downtown or stay close and enjoy the retail that's on site. Located at 218 Cedar Street Northwest, the Arbor Tacoma offers brand new one and two bedroom condos starting in the upper 300,000s. Visit the thearborattacoma.com for more information. That's Tacoma with a K. So T-H-E-A-R-B-O-R-A-T-T-A-K-O-M-A.com.
2: Shipping can make or break a sale,
0: so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth
2: with ShipStation.
0: Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So the downtown holiday market runs through December 23rd, and I know it's like a fan favorite, but when you go, there's just like, it can be overwhelming. There are so many stalls to choose from. Do you
1: have any favorites that you could recommend for folks? I do have some tips and strategies. One, it is all day. So like go earlier in the day. (laughs) I think it gets really busy at night because people are off off of work. But if you go earlier in the day, you're really only competing with people who are um, going in and out of their offices. So you just have a a lot more access to the vendors. My other tip is to park further back Mm. and walk up so everyone's trying to park in that same block park like two or three blocks away you'll be shocked how much parking there is just two or three blocks away and walk up to it and i think that will also alleviate some of the stress of the holiday the downtown holiday market and once you're there do you have any stalls or booths that you particularly like there's one person who makes this, like, artwork of, of the D.C. Metro. I think that, that one is really, really cool. McGay's Donuts mm. is my absolute favorite. I always stop by every single year. It just smells fantastic. And there's always, you know, people just, like, doing their crafts and stuff. Like, last year, I don't know if they're there this year, but, like, last year I discovered a small local baker, and they were just trying to, like, get their business up and running, so you just never know what you're going to come across. Yeah. Are there other traditional D.C. holiday things that you like? Yes. Zoo Lights is... I never get tired of zoolights. It's just so beautiful. And yes, you do have to bundle up, but it's just, you know, it's just something fun to do, especially if you have like a warm cocoa or something. And this one is a new one, but I did try Hole in the Wall, was a really unique experience, like five course dessert. And then... Winterfest, I went to that a couple years ago, and that was also really fun with like the igloos and, you know, lots of drinks and people selling crafts and stuff. Winterfest is at Wonder Garden. I should have clarified that. So, yeah, those are the things I like to go to. And then there's also Christmas Village in Baltimore. That one is really fun. So that one is German themed. So you're going to have your German beer, German brats and smoked sausages, bacon on a stick, German style pretzels, (laughs) and they have like music and activities and stuff for you to do. Um, And then they also do a really, really good job at showcasing brands from the entire DMV area. So you just get to see a lot of stuff while you're there. And of course, the sites are beautiful, right? Like it's right there on the um, Baltimore Harbor. So it's just another one that I really love to go to every year. Okay, this is a little bit of a specific question. Is mm-hmm. there a place
0: where folks can go ice skating in the city?
1: I know ice skating is like a huge thing. So if you're looking to go ice skating in the city, that's at the Sculpture Garden. I know Georgetown has been popular for doing ice skating there as well. But if you also are on the outskirts, there's some in Reston Town Center where you can go ice skating. And then there's also downtown Silver Spring as an option to go ice skating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that's a really fun winter activity. I'm actually terrified of ice skating, so I don't even do it, but I just like to see other people enjoy it. One day, hoping that one day I'll have the courage to do it myself.
0: We're going to get you on skates, don't worry. Girl, you can. (laughs) (laughs) So you strike me as somebody who is like very into the holidays. What is your favorite (laughs) holiday activity in the city? What is Cornelius' pick?
1: I think that's hard to say. Because it just kind of depends on what I'm in the mood for. I will always choose anywhere where I can like just like sit around, you know, whether it's like heated lamps or whatever, and have like bottomless beer and hang out with my friends, like get some fun drinks. Um, so I could see myself at Be Live, right, where they're doing all these like themed drinks and there's all this like very Christmassy stuff, or like at Tap Ninety Nine or something like that, and then I'm. Also I'm also really excited to try out the Enchant Christmas Lights Maze, which is another place where I believe they're going to have ice skating and great music and fun drinks um, and food. And you can just kind of like mosey along. I like that. I like when I can just walk around waste time chat with my friends <laughs> yeah anywhere where i can be drinking a
0: warm adult beverage by a fire i am mm. very happy during the winter season 100 percent, yes <laughs> cornelia thanks so much for being here um where can folks keep up with all the stuff that you're doing
1: thanks so much for having me and you can follow me on instagram or twitter at bg explore dc or on tiktok at black girls explore dc beautiful well cornelia thanks so much for being here Thanks so much for having me. This was wonderful.
0: And before you go, here's some quick news. First up, an update on the episode that we ran yesterday about the shootout scare at Jackson Reed High School last month. After reports of gunshots near the school on November 18th, the whole building went into lockdown. Now, there was no active shooter in the school, but the whole thing revealed a lot about the holes in the school's preparedness plan. And in response to the episode, a D.C. teacher called in about how her elementary school is facing many of the same problems.
2: I'm a second grade teacher in a D.C. public school, and I really want to echo what the amazing student reporter said, that in our elementary school, our doors also swing outward. We also have many people who do not have functioning locks on their classroom doors. Additionally, a lot of our doors are mostly covered in glass, like the window takes up almost the entire door, and it is up to the teachers to buy the blinds or make the coverings for those windows. And additionally, in my classroom, I have not had a functioning intercom since I started working at the school, and um, so when we do active shooter drills, they put out a microsoft teams link and we have to join it and listen in for the intercom but in the event of an actual emergency i would have absolutely no idea uh, because my phone also doesn't function in my room so there's really no way to get in contact with me and that's a little bit scary as a teacher are
0: you a student teacher or parent who has something to say about this issue leave us a voicemail at 202-642-2654 meanwhile the national park service is preparing to renovate and reopen the 4,200-seat amphitheater on the east side of Rock Creek Park. The Carter Barron Amphitheater has been left in disrepair since it was shut in 2017. And now, NPS is teeing up a $20 million renovation to repair the stage, revamp the look, and bring big-name artists back to the venue. And lastly, there has been a change to the HOV lanes on I-66 in Virginia. You now need three people in the car to be able to use the high-occupancy lane. Up until now, two people sufficed. This change affects the entire I-66 corridor in Northern Virginia from Haymarket to the DC line. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. And if you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. There is a truck backing up in my right, right behind me. So I'm going to give it a second. I can hear that like beep, beep, beep.